There are all kinds of creatures in the Dungeons and Dragons Monster Manual, but we don't think it's fair to label them all as monsters. Well, some of them might be really nice. Maybe even new best friend kind of nice. So each episode, we look at a new entry and decide once and for all, are they fiends or are they friends? Welcome to Monster Friends. This week, we make friends with... Brow! Also Driders! The itsy bitsy spider went up the water spout. Down came the rain and washed the spider up. Up came the sun and dried up all the rain. And the itsy bitsy spider went up the spout again. Um, yeah, I mean, there's a spider involved in this week's episode, there's kind two. of. Uh, yeah, there are, there are two. Uh, I will say, though, and we'll get to this later when we talk about the actual, actual, uh, Entries themselves, rather than just the descriptions. Uh, if the sun came up, they would be fucked. They're vampire elves. I mean, no, but yes, a little bit. I know they're elves. Kind of. Because we are still in E. Yeah. And we just did elementals. And V comes after E in the alphabet. Yeah, I mean, yeah, they're elves, but also, n- no, they're drow. So they should oh. be in D. But in the monster manual, it's elves, drow, because they're like cousins. We skipped. We skipped one. We skipped one. We skipped. We'll, we'll get to that in a minute. Let's do a description of this first of this first boy. Okay. This is a m- masculine character. He got spider staff. He's got spider staff. He got spider staff. Spider staff. Radioactive spider staff. He has... Legolas ears and Legolas hair, and his armor has like webbing or like web look to it. Yeah. Um, the the drawing that's in the monster manual isn't like necessarily the typical garb of every single one of the drow. Mm-hmm. Uh, like the staff and cloak are representative of this dude's job rather than the community as a whole. But the gist of it is the same. They are kind of a spider-based society, which we'll get to in a little bit. Uh, yeah, these guys are... Picture a Lord of the Rings elf. Yeah. Um, that's this guy, but he, he has... spider staff. He has spider staff, and they normally have dark blue, purple, or like charcoal skin. Um, and they're a little bit smaller than regular elves, mm-hmm. but that's, I mean, they're basically just elves that yep. live underground. Yep. Uh, we yep, also yep, skipped yep. an entry earlier in the monster manual because it's easier to describe them and talk about them after learning about the drow. So we'll do a description of that guy. Uh, it's a centaur, but it's a spider and a person as opposed to a horse, horse and a person. person. Yeah. A hundred percent. She got a big butt. Yeah. Um, and these things are called a drider, which is a portmanteau of drow and spider. Oh, I thought you were going to say like creative. a, like a, no, I don't even know. I was going to say a dry spider or <laughs> a, a drow rider. That also works. That also does work as well. You're right. She got armor. She got sword. She got armor. She got sword. She got spider butt. She got white hair. Yeah. 
But yeah, these are these are spider based creatures. Yeah. All around. Yeah. Uh, we'll talk about the drow first, though, and then we'll go on and give a little bit of information about the drider. Drow. Uh, normally, I make you guess what they're good at. But since the drow are, you know, a vast and varied community of people, uh, there's not really like one stat that stands out. But they do give like stat blocks for four different types of drow. So they have like warriors, elite warriors, uh, the drow mage and priestesses of Wolf. 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 Um, and anyway, so I'll talk about those in a little bit. But yeah, there's you can't really sum them all up in one stat block. So we're going to skip that this week. Do you want to learn about them, though? Tell me all about them. Okay. So we're going to start off just talking about the information that's in the monster manual, the, <laughs> the traditional drow. But I will say that Wizards of the Coast is doing some retconning and changing some of the lore. But we'll talk about that at the end, because in order to give context to the changes, we should probably look at what the original lore was. Yeah, does that make sense to you? Yeah. Uh, so, there was a war between elves. This was thousands of years ago. Like, many, many, many thousands of years ago. Like, way, way back in the elves' past. And, just as a reminder, elves can live up to, like, 750 years. So, like, if it's way in the elves' past, uh, it's pretty much beyond, like, human comprehension for how far in the past it actually was you know yeah uh the war was between the elves that would become like modern elves and those that would become the drow the elves are uh, i mean obviously elves are a little haughty and arrogant whatever but generally they're very kind and nice they're benevolent creatures for the most part uh the drow on the other hand were cruel and selfish and in the war, the good elves banished the evil dwells to dwells <laughs> banished the evil drow to the underdark. Dwells. Um, so drow are kind of like. Do you remember the dwargar that we just talked about that got banished to the underdark and they're the evil dwarves? Yes, we like yeah. to banish people in Dungeons and Dragons. Lots of banishment. So much banishment. Uh, the drow are basically the elf equivalent of the dwargar. Uh, so yeah, they went to the Underdark, and that's where the drow found Lolf. Uh, and if you listen to our episode on demons, uh, you'll remember that Lolf is the demon queen of spiders. Uh, yep. She is the only elven deity that did not forsake the drow upon their banishment, and so the drow worship her. The drow have built their civilization around her and her whims. Whatever she wants, the drow do. So that's that's fun for them, worshipping a demon god. Uh, Lolth rules through her priestesses. Uh, they dictate the rules of drow society. And the thing about Lolth is, unlike most other gods, she actually has a tendency of showing up and punishing people for not doing what she says, like on a pretty regular basis. So the drow tend to actually listen to what she or her priestesses say. And... With Lolth and her priestesses being in charge, they get to dictate uh, where the power in society stands. And since she and her priestesses are all women, uh, women rule drow society. The Woo! male drow take a subservient role. Uh, they are forbidden from being priests or from ruling one of the major houses. As uh, they should be. 
Sure. <laughs> uh, but despite Loth having such like strict rules and the fact that everyone has to follow what the priestesses say, there is a lot of sort of cutthroat political schemes going on at all times. Uh, basically, the only time the drow work together is when they need to defeat a common enemy, which is, you know, a pretty common theme in D&D with the evil characters. Oh, we don't like each other until there's somebody that's worse. Is That's about it. They never get along. Uh, otherwise, drow society is divided into noble houses, uh, each ruled by a matron who wants nothing more than to have more prestige and power than all of the other houses. So basically, they're always at each other trying to one-up each other. That's nice. I like that for them. Do you? No. It seems like it would be so stressful It seems all very of the time. stressful, and I don't know if I could handle that personally as no. a human being. Or as a drow. As any creature. As anything. Yeah. Just thinking about it, I'm like, I want to go to bed. I'm stressed out <laughs> by my regular job. Yeah. So trying to, like, up your family's prestige is, is too much. Yeah. The drow have lived underground for so long that they've evolved to thrive there. They can see in the dark. They don't get lost walking around through endless cave systems, all that sort of stuff. So, I mean, like, that's good for them. But on the other hand, it means that they've developed a severe sun sensitivity oh, and hate, can't stand being that. in the sun. It makes them weak. Hence why if the sun came out and dried up all the rain, they would dry up all the drow as well and they would die. Um, so that's you, less good for them. Did you know that I think I have a sun allergy? No. Yeah, I think I'm allergic to the sun. Is it because you have to squint when it's bright out? No. <laughs> it's because if I get sun on my chest, I get it, I break out. If anyone knows anything about that, please contact me. <laughs> <laughs> it's a serious problem. I don't know. I don't tan, but I also don't really burn. And then you I just get hives. And then I get hives. Yeah, that's probably a that problem. That sounds like an allergy, doesn't it? It sounds like something is going wrong. I should really see a doctor. Yeah. But I don't want to see my doctor. Well, it's cause she's not my doctor. She's just there because my doctor got pregnant. So you're going to wait a year. Yep. As long as I have to. Sorry. I thought my phone was on silent. That's okay. This is very unprofessional. It's very unprofessional. We're very unprofessional today. But yeah, they have a sunlight sensitivity. And you would think that that would be a severe detriment to their goal, which is, you know, to destroy the elves that banish them to the Underdark. Because, like, how can you fight someone when you can't go into the sun to do it and the sun steals all of your powers? Drow are, like, an even shittier <laughs> Superman. Like, Superman gets his powers from the sun and the drow, like, lose their powers to the sun. Uh, and Superman's already shitty. So, like, the drow are extra really shitty. Anyway, uh, you'd think that the drow would be annoyed that they can't just go fight the elves on the surface world. Uh, but they're kind of actually not. Like, yeah, they want revenge and everything, but they can wait. The drow used to see themselves as exiles, and they were resentful of that. But now, uh, they don't really consider themselves exiles anymore. Now, they see themselves as, like, the ultimate rulers of the Underdark. And they're happy to be in charge of this whole realm of darkness, basically. So they'll just continue living there until Loth comes in and is like, okay, now it's time to go destroy the elves. <laughs> but until then, they'll be happy. Uh, but despite being afraid of the sun, the drow will still send raiding parties up to the surface at night sometimes in order to capture more slaves. Because, oh, by the way, the drow love having slaves. Oh, interesting. 
Yeah. Because isn't the changes that we will talk about later have to do with the fact that the drow are all dark-skinned? Yeah, it's pretty much people are like, hey, Wizards of the Coast, why are the dark-skinned elves evil? And Wizards of the Coast was like, good point. It's not the 70s when this was made anymore. We should probably (laughs) rethink this. Give us a minute. But then they were like, slaves, give them slaves, slaves. They have slaves. So it's kind of interesting. A kind of. Well, the slaves thing has been around forever. The slaves thing hasn't. Isn't no, like I a know. New I'm change. just saying it's an interesting commentary on our society. Yeah. <laughs> as a whole. Yeah. Um, yeah. We'll get to the changes in a little bit um, because it's that's important. <laughs> uh, living underground. They make their cities in caves and caverns. Uh, so that kind of means that the drow have now become excellent stonemasons. Like you normally think of dwarves as being good at working with stone and all that sort of stuff. But the drow are basically just, if not better, than a lot of dwarves would be. Um, but like dwarven cities are like big and everything's like, you know, I don't want to say heavy is not really the quite the right word but everything looks like it's a massive and like dwarves uh, are overcompensating yeah for their small stature pretty much um <laughs> uh, but the elven stone or the the drow stonework retains like a delicate elven aesthetic so everything that you picture forest elves would have that's what their cities look like just out of stone instead of like wood or whatever cool but the delicate appearance is kind of just that. It's just an appearance. They are heavily fortified cities. They they really stand up to a lot. Because the Underdark is, uh, you know, a tough place to live. There's lots of pretty big bad things around that just want to smash and kill. So, you know, you smash can't just be like, kill. oh, here's smash and kill. Here's a nice little wooden fence. I Stay out, please. And then I kill. Uh, the majority of drow cities are surrounded by high walls and any non-drow that come by uh, need to remain outside those walls to conduct their business. They don't like letting anybody else into their cities. They don't trust anybody. Uh, The drow also raise giant spiders to help protect their city from intruders and use them to weave giant webs that cover the cities, kind of like a dome, in order to capture any enemies that might try to fly over the walls. No enemies allowed. No enemies allowed. No enemies allowed. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, All of the drow are at least partially magical, uh, and they use that magic to imbue special powers into their weapons, create magical items, and to summon demons from the abyss. I love demons. Because why not just ramp it up to 11? Demons are fun. Uh, Yeah, okay. Sure. We talked so much about demons. We've been hanging out with them in our campaign. They're just fun. Yeah, they're also pretty evil. Demons equal fun. (laughs) Evil equals fun. Therefore, demons being evil equals fun. Sure, that logic tracks. I wish I could launch someone over a wall. Like in a catapult? I just wish I had enough strength that I could pick somebody up and throw them over a wall. But sure, a catapult probably would expedite the process. Yeah, it's far more practical. Uh, drow also like using poisons. So they like using magic to fuck people up and they like using poisons to fuck people up. They basically, that's part of the reason why they raise spiders is so that they can take spider venom and then wipe it all over their uh, arrows and weapons and just make everybody's day worse. That's pretty cool. 
Yeah. Like I said, the monster manual gives us stat blocks for four type of drow. Uh, warriors, elite warriors, mages, and priestesses of Lolf. Uh, the warriors and elite warriors defend their cities and houses from enemies and occasionally lead the raiding parties into the surface world. Drow mages are made up of male drow who aren't strong enough to become warriors, so instead they start studying magic in order to still be useful and not get turned into a slave. Um, mages are mostly all male, but there are some female mages as well. And finally, the priestesses of Lolth, they are any female drow that has ties to a noble house is trained from birth to be a priestess. They are powerful and influential in drow society, and the matron mothers of the noble drow houses are the most powerful of Lolth's priestesses. That's pretty cool. Yeah. Uh, So then the only other thing that we need to talk about for the drow is the... Drider. Um, <laughs> driders are made by Lolf. They're drier than the dry, 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 dryads. <laughs> yes, drier than dryads. Dryer. What's drier than being dry? Drider. Yeah, driders are made by Lolf. Uh, she is the only one with the power to make a drider. Uh, when a drow shows a lot of promise, Lolf uh, puts them through a test. And if they pass the test, Lolf is happy and makes them stronger. If they fail the test, Lolth turns them into a drider. Uh, Driders get sent back to the Underdark, where they tend to go insane and live as hermits or leading packs of giant spiders. Sucks to suck. Yeah, they pretty much (laughs) never go back to drow society, because um, if they do, the other drow shun them, and they are lower than slaves in the drows. Seriously? Yeah. So um, it's kind of the opposite of what I expected when I started reading this. Yeah, I was, I was like, like, oh, oh she rewards them and turns them into a drider. Nope, that is not it. Yeah, I'm very disappointed by this uh, revelation. Yeah, and it's upsetting. And I'm upset that that's not the retcon that's being done. Yeah, really. Because like a spider elf, a drider. Yeah. That seems like a very all powerful, almost like godlike worshipping creature yeah especially since lolth herself created is the, the spider yeah. queen yeah. of demons like she's a spider lady so why why would she make it it doesn't make any sense it's all backwards it's all backwards i don't understand i think it's pro they probably did it so that they had a reason because driders are pretty powerful like they're uh like a challenge rating six or something like that which is like strong enough um, so they probably wanted a reason to keep them separate so that people don't like DMs don't just put an army of Dryder against their parties and demolish them. That's valid. But also like just have faith in the DMs to not <laughs> do that to their parties unless they deserve it. You know, never trust a DM. Never trust. Wait, no, never I'm a DM. turn you your back on me. an outsider. Uh, but yeah, that's that's the draw from the monster manual. So. Talk about the the retcon a little bit. Uh, and I don't I don't know like I don't know everything about it at this point, but I don't think anybody knows everything about what the retcons are going to be yet because the retcon hasn't been released yet. Uh, it's in a book that hasn't come out yet. Wishing uh, and hoping and thinking and praying. <laughs> I don't get it. It's a song. No, I know it's a song. Are We're you just, hoping that it comes out? We're just waiting for it. 
Oh, okay. Now I understand. I love to come back to us. Yeah, okay. <laughs> so, to talk about the retcon a little bit, uh, here's a little bit of background. R.A. Salvatore is a fantasy author, and he writes the Legend of Dridst books. Those books are set in the Forgotten Realms setting of Dungeons & Dragons, which is, I think, kind of the main realm that people tend to play in. Those books are currently published by Wizards of the Coast. Uh, he's written tons of books starting in like the late 80s. Dridst is the main character of most of those books, and he is considered the one good drow. Uh, he doesn't want to be evil. He wants to make friends. Uh, he goes against everything the drow stand for. Uh, full disclosure, I've never read any of these <laughs> books. Uh, they're on my list to get to at some point. I just haven't. So I don't know much more than just the basic information about Drids, just from like absorbing it from reading random things. And I'm not going to do research on like 30 novels for this episode. That's way too much. But that's, that's basically all you need to know. Uh, but the reason I bring up him and Dridst is that he has a new book coming out. And at the time of recording this, it's supposed to be coming out. I think it's next month. So like August 2021. Uh, and it's in that book that the new drow are supposed to be introduced. So now instead of having one drow, uh, there are going to be three types of drow. The Uda drow, the Avon drow, and the Lauren drow. The Uda Drow are basically the Drow that I just described. They are the original Drow of Dungeons & Dragons. Uh, they are the only Drow that worship Lulf. They are now specifically described as being corrupted by Lulf. So they're only evil because of the Demon Queen of Spiders and not because they are inherently evil because they're Drow, which makes it a little bit better right off the bat. Uh, the Avon Drow and the Lauren Drow, on the other hand, do not worship Lolf, and they are not evil. Uh, so the Avon Drow, also known as the Starlight Elves, didn't go to the Underdark after their banishment. They instead went to the Frozen North. And the Lauren Drow, also known as the Green Shadow Elves, uh, went south, and they live in the jungle. Cool. Yeah. So both the Avon Drow and the Lauren Drow rejected Lolf, and their societies are basically the exact opposite of the Uda Drow. As far as... I'm all for this retcon. I think it's great. Like, this, this needed to happen. It should have happened probably a long time ago. But I am curious as to exactly how they're going to make it work with their established lore, because as far as I'm aware, they're not changing anything. They're just adding to it. So basically they're saying that the Avon Drow and the Lauren Drow have existed this entire time. They just split from the Uda Drow and lived in extremely remote places. So we didn't know about them until now, mm -hmm. but the war between the elves and the Drow still happened. Uh, so you had the elves who are, you know, kind and good, like I said, and the Drow who are cruel and selfish still fighting each other. And then when the Drow lost, that's when they split into three factions. So, even if the new factions of Drow don't worship Lolf, they were still fighting on the, like, quote, evil side of the elf war. Mm -hmm. uh, so I don't know. It's interesting, and I'm sure it'll be explained, possibly even satisfactorily. I don't know. Yeah, there's definitely um, going to be a lot of nuance there. Yeah, but until the book comes out, we won't really know the details, I don't think. Mm -hmm. um, but I think it's cool, and I think it's good, and it, it, this is definitely better. I'm just, that's one detail I'm like, I don't understand. Well, but well, we'll get there, I'm sure. There were people. Uh, no, you know, I was going to be like, there were people who fought with the Nazis and then 
were like, no, that's terrible. Why did we do that? Mm-hmm. And denounced everything. Yeah. Still bad people. Still bad people. So, But nuanced. Yeah. We'll see what happens. I trust that they're at least going to try and make it make sense. Who knows if it make actually does. Make it make sense. So yeah, that's, that's everything for the drought. That's everything for this week. Fantastic. Two questions. Okay, cool. First, did you know that your calendar is still on June? Yeah, uh, probably. <laughs> um, there's no reason for me to change it. Just working every day. Yeah. Second question. Yeah. Why spider sexy? Why spider sexy? Why are spiders sexy? Probably because Spider-Man, but I don't really have a better explanation than that. Why do they sexify spiders? Um, because they're basically a built-in BDSM machine. Because they can tie you up. Interesting. Good answer. I liked it. It was very thoughtful. Cool. Thanks. All uh, right. That's it. Well, do you want to friend or fiend? Oh, uh, it's hard to say. It is hard. I say at this point in time, right now. At this right point now, in time, fiends. Fiend, because but, they worship mm. a demon lord and do everything the demon lord tells them to do. But like nuanced fiends. Yeah. Who are like. Once. Skilled. Highly skilled. At making things. Yeah. Like once the retcon comes out, I am almost positive that I will change my opinion and it'll be Uda Drow or Fiends and the rest of them are friends. I am almost positive that will be the case. But until then, they worship a demon lord. I mean, they could be good friends if they can launch people over walls. <laughs> yeah, I guess so. That could be a good friend. If that's friend what trade. you want from your friends, yeah. That and uh, making me cool things. Yeah, you're very materialistic. I am not materialistic. <laughs> when do I ever buy stuff? I don't know, but you want you want a drow to make you things, and that's the only way for you to be friends. I like just when said. people make me things. It yeah. makes me feel special. Yeah. I'll take a note of that. Yeah, take a note <laughs> of it, Kyle. You used to make stuff for me all the time. Um Okay. Alright. I'm 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 losing my voice. I don't know what's going on here. And I apologize because it's not the nicest to listen to. No, but it's fine. Because uh, we're done now. We're so done. So that's everything. We'll see you guys next week. Maybe. <laughs> okay. That's maybe, ominous. Maybe I'll have been launched over a wall. Maybe. Bye, everybody. Bye. We'll be back next week with another episode of We Have Dark Vision. But in the meantime, why not swing by our website, wehavedarkvision.com, or follow us on Instagram at wehavedarkvision, or Twitter at darkvisioncast. <laughs>